Initially asked for a meeting a matter of days ago, the White House and I was there, they brushed it off and said, basically, what is there to meet about? We have told them all there is to know as it relates to the aid needed for Ukraine and the like. Then Speaker Johnson on Monday goes down. He spends the day on President's Day with the former president, Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. And President Biden cracks the door open to a possible sit down with Johnson, saying if he has anything to say. So what gives and what's the likelihood these two finally sit down together and discuss? That's a great question, Peter. And I'll note, as you know well, that Speaker Johnson did meet with the president back in January when they had the whole host of 22 key congressional leaders around the table with Biden to figure out just that, a path forward on Ukraine aid, a path forward on securing the border. Since then, a lot has blown up, of course. Uh, But in the moments after President Biden floated that he'd be open to this meeting yesterday, we did hear from Speaker Johnson's spokesperson who posted on X in part saying they welcome the president's reversal and openness to meeting with Speaker Johnson. I'm told that that is the very latest. I checked in a couple of minutes ago. There has been no movement on such a meeting one-on-one between the president, between Speaker Johnson. But certainly the clock is ticking, Peter, as you noted. And this isn't the first time that Johnson had requested a one-on-one meeting. In fact, last week, when we first broke the news that Johnson wanted this to even move forward, not only on that Senate pass supplemental aid package, but on any aid to Ukraine, any aid to Israel and potentially border security provisions, Uh, that he had asked President Biden, he had asked via his chief of staff as well, several times, including most recently a week ago, for this one-on-one meeting, which, of course, has not happened, but perhaps Biden is, uh, is open to it. No mistake, the world is watching and it is judging. CNN is reporting that, quote, Speaker Mike Johnson is facing international criticism over his lack of swift action on Ukraine aid, which is ratcheting up pressure to make a critical decision that will not only have massive implications for his rookie speakership, but also for Ukraine's ongoing war effort against Russia. Worth remembering that Johnson has only been on the job four months and lacks experience on the international stage. So far, Johnson has resisted calls to bring a Senate-passed aid package up for a quick vote, a move that would require Democratic support and almost certainly spark a revolt from his right flank. To say nothing of Donald Trump, who has injected himself into the debate, urging Republicans to oppose Ukraine funding. Privately, Johnson told Republicans during a closed-door meeting last week there is, quote, no rush to address the issue, with Congress since having left town for a nearly two-week recess. No rush? I think our neighbors and allies around the world would beg to differ, Mr. Speaker. Charlie, this is much bigger than Ukraine. What, what do you think of when you hear that? That uh, we are walking into an international disaster. I mean, it's easy to get uh, distracted by the dysfunctional buffoonery of this uh, fifth-string speaker and the, and the Republican Party in the House. But there are real-world consequences that are measured now in lost lives and in the possibility of an international catastrophe. Unfortunately, there's no known um, antidote what you described as the sycophantic stupor um, Mm -hmm. that uh, House GOP members find themselves in. As long as Donald Trump is issuing his orders to Mike Johnson, and Mike Johnson knows that his speakership hangs by a thread, um, it it seems almost naive to expect um, any profile in courage or any sort of leadership despite uh, you know, the, the acuteness of the crisis. Senator Chris Coons telling Punchbowl News at the Munich Security Conference that we are, quote, scaring the daylights out of our allies, we are left in a very precarious place. Yeah, well, I mean, Donald Trump 
is is uh, not just a defender of Putin. He has actively worked to support Putin for the past four or five years, whether it was inviting Putin's foreign minister into the Oval Office and handing over classified information at that time, whether it was in Helsinki saying that he believed Putin ahead of the uh, U.S. intelligence community, whether it was his decision toward the end of his presidency to try to get U.S. troops to pull out of Germany, uh, only stopped by his then Secretary of Defense, who then said, well, okay, we'll take them out of Germany and we'll put them into Poland. But now Trump has plans to put around him a group of loyalists, and that group of loyalists will allow him to do whatever he wants. And rest assured, the first thing on the international agenda is going to be pulling out of NATO, shutting it down, weakening the U.S., putting our allies at risk, putting the world at risk of World War III. This is not trivial stuff. It is shocking. This is a guy who stole U.S. nuclear secrets, and yet the Republican Party is cowering like little bunny rabbits in a corner, afraid of this guy who is such a threat. If they would stand up to anything, anything at all, it would be a guy like this who puts the United States at risk and who really threatens to end what we've known as the American century. Few words. You, you have these freaks, weirdos, insurrectionists, radicals on the far, far right. They're not even the right now. They, they're, they're in mm-hmm. the Trump, the Trump death cult of a death cult for American democracy. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot. All these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Tuesday, 20 February in the year of our Lord, 2024. Um, It is CPAC week. Uh, President is going to, by the way, record-breaking fundraising for President uh, Trump in uh, South Carolina tonight. I think it's six and a half million dollars. It's the biggest in the history of the state as people now come together around him and understand that we must uh, put our resources to driving home a massive victory in November. Uh, Bird brain, neocon Nikki did not get the word. No, we used to say in the Navy, 10% never get the word. She's she's a 10%er because she ain't got the word. She's given a speech today, the uh, big media advisory last night, status of the race, everybody thinks she's dropping out. She finally doesn't want to be humiliated as a former governor and lose by, I don't know, 30 points. Not our Nikki. Just raised $16 million in January. She's raring to go, says, I don't know, she's going to stay through Super Tuesday. She'll hang around forever. She'll hang around forever. President Trump, huge fundraiser. Uh, then President Trump is going to be, by the way, going to go to the National Religious Broadcasters, which is one of the most important meetings of the year. He's going to go, I think, on Thursday and, 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 and talk there. So we'll be covering that. Also, um, 
I want to go back to okay. So the whole the whole beatdown on Johnson and President Trump is because of Ukraine. Remember, we have an eight hundred fifty eight, roughly eight hundred fifty eight billion dollar defense budget. But when you add in all the extras, the off balance sheet supplementals, because got all this crap going. You know, if you add up all those supplementals and then you add, you take from the departments. Of uh, DHS, you take from the departments of uh, energy and other things, things are really national security. You're quickly over, rapidly over a trillion dollars. Now that rests on the taxpayers and future generations. This is one of the reasons we have a $2 trillion. It's not Social Security and Medicare. The reason we have a $2 trillion deficit, we can't get control of discretionary spending like defense like Medicaid, you can't say Medicaid is discretionary. Well, most of it is, in other discretionary social programs. So we're running a $2 trillion per year deficit in perpetuity. Even the CBO numbers show virtually that, and, and they're always low. So you always hit end up hitting $2 trillion. $2 trillion per year. That's where we are. And... The Europeans, you know, Kuhn says we're scaring the daylights out of our allies. The reason they're scared is that they're going to have to pick up and start paying for their defense. They have drafted off the United States from World War II. And I hate to say this again, but I will say it again because the history of World War II is not taught correctly in this nation. First off, we did not declare war on Hitler. He declared war on us because he had a secret treaty with the Japanese. We did declare war on them after the sneak attack at Pearl Harbor. A couple of days later, he declared war on us because of the secret treaty. Also, he would have ditched a secret treaty in a second, but he also thought we were essentially too cowardly. He didn't think the United States thought we were too soft to actually fight. He didn't know. He didn't. He misjudged the the cussedness and, and grit of the American people. And we made Germany first. Although the Japanese are ones that had had um, had attacked us, the rest of the nations in NATO, our allies, weren't essentially allies in World War II. Yeah, you had a handful of resistance people and things like that. You know, kings that had gone to England or done whatever. But by and large, all the Europeans kind of folded to Hitler, and the royal family wanted to fold to Hitler. What do you think Hess took the plane over there for? To cut the deal with Lord Halifax and Duke, what Duke of Hamilton and, and the royal family to keep the empire and uh, to keep the empire and uh, and let the Germans have continental Europe. So here we are. Remember, the, 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 the past is prologue to the future. We're sitting here now, and because they've pushed into the Slavic territories, which was never envisioned when NATO was set up, now they got this dogfight over on, on the Russian, Eastern-speaking uh, Russian border of, uh, of Ukraine. And they're just hammering, 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 hammering Trump, hammering Johnson. You, 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 are, you are traitors to the country. You're terrible. Hang over a second. Hang over a second. This is supposed to be an alliance. This is a European deal. We're there, but it's not our issue. It's not our problem. If their issues, the Russians, hey, the, the way the Russians are going to take Europe is go through the North German plain through Poland like they've done, oh, I don't know, in World War One and World War Two, just to pick up a couple of, uh, you know, 
analogs. And now they're, they're, they're in full and complete meltdown. As we said in the morning show, J.D., Senator Vance, has written an incredible opinion piece published. And I want to thank the Financial Times of London for publishing it right there. J.D. Vance lays out the case that he's lays out on War Room all the time, and we make on War Room all the time. And Senator Vance went to Munich and gave a great speech, and they were all shocked. And all your betters are here. The same people that would not that would not lift a finger to secure the border. They are in fact that they lied to you did jujitsu and over the weekend and many of the war and posse watched the speeches and hung around forever to see it. It was a great lesson in civics. You, you they don't even make a attempt to close the border. Lindsey Graham said that. Lindsey Graham said, I'm not going to Munich, I'm going to the border and he's vilified and what he told these guys, he said, Look, when I saw the Langford deal when I know you didn't even have Remain in Mexico in there as anything, I realize it wasn't serious. So it's not serious. You're being played. And the elites in this country have to understand we're not budging on this Ukraine thing. It's now symbolic. We're tired of this. We're putting our country first. And the countries that we're supposedly allied with are not going to be protectorates. I don't care if the elites in Europe don't like it. I don't care if they realize they're going to have to go have tough discussions with their with their populations, because I had it when I was in the White House. The Germans sat right there and go, "Well, Mr. Bannon, we know we cannot we cannot possibly uh, you know reach two percent because we have a balanced budget, and our constitution has a balanced budget in it, and uh, and and that won't mean we won't be able to pay for free health care and pensions when they get retired fifty and two months off in the summer." I go, "Yo, bro, yo." You know, we're, we're, we're in debt to ten, tens of trillions of dollars. You're asking us to pay for it, to underwrite it. And our folks don't have pensions. Our folks don't have health care. Our folks don't get two months off in the summer, and they certainly ain't retiring at 50. Because we're underwrite, we have a almost trillion dollar defense budget because we underwrite, wait for it, wait for it. Wait for it. Deadbeats like you. No more. We're not doing it. Trump's the only person, the only, everybody else goes over there because they all want to be patted on the head and say, you're, you're a person of deep thoughts. You've got deep thoughts. I think you're a statesman. Trump doesn't give a damn. Trump's representing the American people. He's putting you first. Not the Europeans. Not the guys on the ski slopes in Switzerland or down in Tuscany. On the south of France, he's putting you first, and that means they got to pay. Short break. Back in the worm in a moment. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store, The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert 
an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Of the, even Ezra Klein of the... Um New York uh, Times has come out with a huge piece saying that Biden's losing. There's no plan for him to turn it around and they have to start thinking through how they're going to make moves to get Biden out of there because they can't win the Trump and they can't lose the Trump because they understand in losing the Trump, they're going to bring Project 2025 and we're going to take apart the administrative state and we're going to go to war, war over the size and scale of this government. Um that Trump is very focused on taking this thing apart brick by brick. Not not the basic services and what the government supplied, but this administrative state and deep state that's gotten totally out of control, become a fourth branch of government never envisioned by the founders. Their two lines of attack have been uh, lawfare, because they understand they can't win the political argument. Do you notice how infrequently you see them trying to make the case of the economy or what they're doing the border they understand it's so far beyond that. They can't make any any logical argument of that. So the thing they're going with is the end of democracy, and he's a dictator, and how he's rubbing up on Putin. But like the Associated Press reported this weekend with Kamala Harris, there's no they got a plan A on Ukraine. We need sixty billion. We need sixty billion. We need sixty billion. And even the Associated Press reporter was going around asking, "Well, where do we? Is sixty billion get your victory?" The sixty billion get you Donbass back and Crimea back. What does sixty billion get you? How long is it for? On that, they had everybody sitting there. Well, we don't really talk about that. We don't know. It's you know, it's sixty billion. This is just like Afghanistan. It's sixty billion. We need it. <clears throat> You're supposed to be the the supporters of anarchy and chaos and disorder. You would be the exact opposite. We're not doing sixty billion. Because all $60 billion is doing is going to kill more Ukrainian civilians and more young men and women in the Ukrainian armed forces. Because there's not many of them left because their parents don't want them to serve. Think about that for a second. They want $60 billion from us, but they can't get, they can't even press gang the people. They can't even press gang them. Because they're hiding or they ship them out of the country. They don't even have people that will fight. The average age of the military is 42 years old. This is not about lack of artillery. This is about they're just, they're just not going to do it. The military is just not up to it. All the lies you've been told from the beginning, it's not going to happen. That's why you need to negotiate settlement. That's why President Trump can bring peace to this. But all you're getting hammered and all Trump's getting hammered, this is not going to work the American people. The more, I love the fact they're going down this line of country. Keep going, keep pressing, keep beating and keep doing it in this over-the-top wildness. We must have it. It's, you're scaring the, the heck out of our allies. Well, who gives a damn if you're scaring the people in Europe? Time for them to wake up. Because the threat there is the invasion. It ain't coming across the North German plain from Russia. Okay? It's coming up from Syria. It's coming from North Africa. You see it every day. 
It's not me. It's the French generals that said they're going to go to civil war in France. It's not me. It's alternative for Deutschland's on fire there. I think the polls at 30, 33% and, and the government's trying to officially shut it down. The whole continent's on fire because of an invasion that they, their elites have welcomed. It's like here. It's like the Biden administration. They not just welcome it. They planned on it. And the U.N.'s cutting all kind of new charters and new deals right now to make it to, to exacerbate it even more. The countries came and defend themselves from their own invasion. Yes, those are invaders. Hey, look at The Hague this weekend and you tell me. Look with your own eyes. Don't take it from me. Check, check this out. Go, go just put up. I think I've got it up on Getter. What happened in The Hague this weekend? Not pretty. That's every European city now. Major city, essentially. That's the invasion. You can't protect themselves. In fact, your elites welcome that, and we're supposed to go defend that. Homie, don't think so. Everything, this is, the reason Ukraine is symbolic is that we got to break the fever. The globalists have to understand the American people are on to them. This is why they're so frantic right now. They never thought they'd get in this situation. Remember when it was $5 billion? They just wanted $5 billion, thought they slipped that in there in one of these CRs, and that kind of got rejected, and then they went 60 they didn't think it would be a problem. Because Mitch McConnell told them it was going to be a problem. Kevin McCarthy's guy said it wasn't going to be a problem. Well, hey, guess what? MAGA and America First said, yeah, this is a problem. How about this? Nothing. How about this, Senator? You pay for my ga- gaming license. Another lesson from the Godfather. We'll be discussing all this. This is why we really want you, if you can, particularly if you're in the area, CPAC, go to CPAC.org slash worm. The tickets are still, they're 95 bucks. And tomorrow you can come have lunch with us and we're going to have a whole afternoon of many of the contributors you see here in the war room. Uh, you go to worm.org slash events. Just make your reservations and then Grace and Mo will contact you about confirming that. We only got room, I think, for 200. I think we're pretty packed right now, but we can always fit in posse members. There's going to be some incredible, you know, you're going to have Brat, Poso, currently, you know, they, on the, on the, on the, on the um, poster, they always say, a time of publication. So we got Paul Dans, we got uh, Tony Lyons, we got, um, we got Poso, we have Brian Kennedy, we got Frank Gaffney, we've got... Uh, of course, our team's going to be talking about social media. Natalie's going to be there. She's going to present. Grace is going to talk about Bill Blaster. Mo's going to talk about the whole thing. Mo, I don't know if I told you that or not, but start writing down your notes. Um, everybody. So we got Paul Dan's, every, everything. Every John Fredericks is going to be there. Going to talk about all the different initiatives, how we can work together better in 2024, what we need to do to come together to, 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 the, to the drive home. As we uh, as we get off the beach in Normandy and drive towards Paris and eventually Berlin, which is uh, November of 2024. So make sure that you uh, make sure if you can attend, we would love to have you there and love to see you tomorrow. We're kind of kicking off in a, this is a pregame. We're going to go through the whole CPAC agenda and make sure you have the best CPAC possible. And then we're going to be doing the show four hours a day live. Real America's Voice got an incredible studio. All your favorites will be there. We're going to have all the books and films. You get to meet the authors. You get to meet the filmmakers. You get to hang out and meet people and network. I think CPAC's best about networking. Of course, the real president comes on Saturday 
And I think that's supposed to be 11 o'clock, knowing the president. It may, be, it may come a bit later because every time he comes, he gets mobbed over there. He's got so much to do. So we're going to do the show live 10 to uh, ten to noon. And if uh, president talks at 11 o'clock, we'll, we'll take his speech live, obviously. If it's later, we'll do all kind of pregame coverage and then take the speech with REV uh, directly uh, after the show. But that's all to be worked out. But it would be around 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. I will speak right now tentatively. I am scheduled to close it all out at, I don't know, 435 o'clock. Carrie Lake's going to be there. I think the president, uh, we're going to, a bunch of presidents are going to be there. Carrie Lake's going to be there. It's going to be Saturday's going to be amazing. Friday's going to be amazing. Thursday's going to be amazing. So go check it out. As you know, one of the things we're trying to do here is to drive the alternative patriot economy. That's where we're really proud to have Michael Seifert and the team at Public Square to be a sponsor. Go to Public Square. Dot com doesn't cost you anything. Just download the app. You've got all the providers of products and services that share your values. And, of course, you, the customers, I don't know, there's tens of thousands of entrepreneurs up there, tens of thousands of customers. It's a fun site. It's a fun app. And you get to meet incredible people, and you get to see incredible products, publicsquare.com. So check that out. This is all in preparation of a huge fight. they they got to get this. they got to get Ukraine done now. They feel... Because when we get back on March 1st, I don't see any way out of it. This is why you're gonna, we're going to give the talk on Bill Blaster and while we're at CPAC to discuss it. Because March 1st, to me, you just got to force Biden to the table. You're not going to get the border shut down. And we need something done before President Trump gets back. It all can't be put on him. Because if it keeps, remember, the Bidens haven't slowed down anything. Uh, Loomer's down there. And if anybody hasn't gotten it, uh, maybe I'll put it up on Getter and I put up some yesterday. She's got amazing footage Laura Loomer's down with uh, Michael Yan and the team down in the Darien Gap and in Panama. And the, what she's up here, it hasn't stopped. In fact, it's keeping at the same rate. Now, the Mexicans and everybody are trying, the Mexican government and everybody's trying to cover for Biden. So the optics don't look so bad. The optics don't look so bad. But the invasion is full on. The invasion is full on. So we can't put the entire burden on President Trump when he gets in office. You can't have 14 or 15 million illegal alien invaders here on his first day in office. We got to, we got to stop that now. One way to stop it is you have to force Biden to the table. The way you do that is leverage. He's not going to do it because he respects MAGA. He's not going to do it because he respects the Republican party or he's trying to do the Republican party a favor. Remember, this is not an accident that they have thought this through this invasion of the country by these illegal alien invaders is something that Biden intended to do immediately. This is why what legitimate president would do that to his country. Where's the love of country in that? Why would you do that? Why would you ever allow 10 million aliens into your nation? Why would you do that? What law said that we had to do that? What right did they have? They don't have any right to do that. That's all nonsense. They don't, oh, the asylum, the asylum, they should, they, by law, got to go the first country they come through. Stop and then remain in Mexico if you get there. This had nothing to do with asylum. This is a full-on invasion of our country by people that hate this country. Let me repeat that. People that hate this country. Oh, and more importantly, hate the citizens of this country. Wrap yourself in that. Embrace that. Think about that. They hate you. They didn't hate you. They would never do this. You'd never do this to the United States. You'd never do this to this great country, our beloved country. Who would do that? Who would do that? Somebody that hated it. And somebody that hated the citizens in it, that's who would do it. 
That's why Johnson has to use every piece of leverage. The guy's got leverage. Hey, they can't get any money until he says so. All Speaker Johnson's got to do is say, hey, I want a meeting. I want a meeting on the first. Guess what? Government's going to get shut down until you close. Bang, bang, bang. These three things you got to do. You do this. You don't do this. You don't close the border. We're closing the, we're closing the government. Simple. Simple. Not complicated. Short break. Back in the warm in just a minute. Beware, when's the last time you checked your home title? Never, right? Cybercriminals may have already forged your name off your home's title. His name is on your home's title. He's going to take out loans using your equity. You won't know until foreclosure notices show up for unpaid home loans he took out on your house. Now, I rely on Home Title Lock to protect my home's title. The instant they detect activity, they mobilize to shut it down. Let me repeat that. The instant they detect activity, they mobilize to shut it down. Question, has some criminal taken over your title? Find out for free when you sign up, code Bannon at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection. Let me repeat that. You get a free comprehensive scan and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection. This is all free. Go to home title lock, hometitlelock.com. That's hometitlelock.com and put in promo code Bannon. That's hometitlelock.com and put in promo code Bannon. Take action today. Take the angst of this off of, uh, off of your plate. Don't let these cyber bandits, these cyber thugs, coupled with artificial intelligence, mess with your home equity. Action, action, action. That President Biden himself personally instructed some of his top campaign aides to be even more aggressive in highlighting some of President Trump's uh, more inflammatory and wild comments. Uh, we are told that the thrust of the president's direction was to significantly ramp up the campaign's efforts to highlight the crazy that Trump says uh, in public. You know, we. Okay, uh, right there, they're saying uh, this is their new strategy. I told you earlier that um, it's all about lawfare, right? It's about lawfare. The other is to uh, Trump's, you know, the because the, the democracy thing didn't really work, right? The the poll for the kids or young people under 35 came out and <laughs> rates like 11th, where the economy and jobs and everything like that is uh, is much more. So now... What they're going to say is, oh, Trump says all kind of crazy stuff. And so we're going to go after we're going to go after Trump and we're going to get our White House staff to attack him on uh, on everything, on all of that. Man, look who dropped in. Hey, my co-host, how you doing? It's always a rare occasion. So when we're in the, the same room, same, same room, same room. <laughs> so you're back Thank in. You for having you're, me you're, on you're, the show. You're, and the you're, back, you're back in D.C. <laughs> I am, but not for long. And I know you've had, you've had your fill of DC. Um, Indeed. <laughs> the meltdown on Ukraine, the meltdown that you've seen in the last seventy-two hours has been something extraordinary. And I thought, hey, they'll tire themselves out after they leave Munich. It's gotten worse today. It was worse on President's Day, and it's gotten worse today. It's almost like children that realize they're not going to get the sixty billion, so now they're doing every other thing, and particularly. Given your expertise in the Chinese Communist Party, how can they, these elites, especially our betters, be so maniacally focused? And now it's a, uh, 
it's like the Maltese Falcon, right? It's 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 a, it's a uh, it's the thing. It's the main thing that they got to get. Your thoughts? Well, look. Whenever anyone says lawfare, the thing that in initially comes to my mind is part of the three warfares doctrine of the Chinese Communist Party, of which lawfare is one of the leading and paramount strategies. And as we always say, you know, we set out to change the Chinese Communist Party when they joined the World Trade Organization, but empirically, history shows that they changed us. And I think the best, if you could call it circumstantial evidence that our elites are in business with the Chinese Communist Party is that they have adopted their authoritarian ruling tactics. First and foremost, paramount, we see it on full display, is lawfare, right? That's one of the guiding strategies and axioms of the way the PLA operates. And I think when you look back to 2016, I think we still, in effect, did not have control of the Republican establishment, as you're very well versed with. And I think that was the primary cudgel that they used to suppress Donald Trump, right? Look no further than the Axis Hollywood tape, the Never Trump movement. But I think that kind of sect of the Republican Party has effectively been nullified in part thanks to the war room posse. Um, but I think that they have upped the lawfare attacks from these different angles of attack because they no longer really have that Republican establishment to rely on, to be that conduit, to be that driving force. And on the issue of Ukraine, I mean, I don't think the, the Ukraine stuff would have been that big of an issue if you went back 10, 20 years or if you never have had had, had someone like Donald J. Trump come onto the political stage because these elites, of course, the military industrial complex is too nice a term, but they're so used to getting their way. Exactly. This is the first time we can move the goalposts. Right. Right. The first time the little guy or the, mm -hmm. the populist movement stood up and said, nope, we're, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it anymore. And, and you think that's one of the reasons they're freaked out because they've been stopped. for the first, no, Normally, you just go to Fox, you get Lindsey Graham on there, you do the stupid talking points. Where, like uh, Birdbrain said, we're fighting for liberty and freedom, and so you got to give them $200 billion because you give them 120 Right. And like they said, there's no plan. B. They never explain to you, uh, like, what's the use of proceeds? Are we going to win here? Is this they didn't have to. They don't have that mechanism to effectively communicate to the American people how they've ever been su successful on a foreign policy front because they haven't needed to, right? But meanwhile, you see the Pentagon, less than a week after Russia invaded Ukraine, they set up the Influence and Perception Management Office, specifically domestically. It used to be just internationally. I mean, I think, too, with COVID in some ways, they sort of overplayed their hand. And I even think you see it with some of the more you know, mainstream conservative news outlets, not really Fox per se, but I think the idea that all of these what were previously looked at as isolated incidents, you can see that they now kind of merge together. They fuse to create what is the, the broader agenda of this globalist elite, whether it's Agenda 2030, whether it's the World Economic Forum. And I think to underscore my previous point, that's why they have gone with such efficacy and such just intensity, um, again, furor really against President Trump now because he stands in the way of Agenda 2030, right? Because his second term, should be third term, uh, would line up quite nicely with basically impeding their ability um, to roll that out. And I think when you really look at the Ukraine conflict, part of it is, of course, all these wonderful D.C. elites that I can't wait to escape, uh, making their money, you know, defense contracting and all those wonderful, uh, you know, forms of, of business. That's too nice a term. Um, but the other side of it, and you can look at the way the WEF describes the Ukraine conflict, it's an ability to rebuild and reshape society. And you can't have, you know, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. You can't rebuild a society unless you break it first. That's what they tried to do with COVID. That's what they're trying to do with this Ukraine conflict. So it, it all interlinks. And of course, the primary beneficiary of all of this 
is the Chinese Communist Party and all of these so-called elites, you know, the the ruling class, the Brookings Institution think tank crowd. Um, they are the best friends of the Chinese Communist Party, not just because they're they're on the receiving end of it, but any time that you waste mainstream media airtime talking about Russia as our foreign foreign enemy, right? That we need to go after them primarily. You are doing the greatest act of community you're, you're, service to the Chinese Communist Party. It's a payment in kind, right? I should Almost take a... flights more often and like Uber and just come in. No, and talk. come in cold, baby. You're <laughs> I was a talking role. with my Uber about like <laughs> where I like to that eat. That was good pregame. <laughs> You're not going to be able to hear this. Let's play McFall. I'll, I'll describe it if you can play a thing. Okay. I want to tee this up because I've played it a couple times in the worm so far. We're supposed to be the agents of chaos and anarchy. And, of course, Trump's the instrument of chaos and anarchy. Here, they're actually talking about taking the underpinnings of the post-war international rules-based order, Bretton Woods, that sets up the transition from the British pound to the American dollar. We will be the prime reserve currency, the hegemon, all that they are so desperate that on MSNBC all day long, all they talk about is this is this theory. They actually not theory. This idea they've come up with to essentially steal the Russian people's money to take the bonds we have converted. Let's play McFall just for a second, and then I'll bring uh, I'll bring Natalie back in the conversation. Came out on the stage in Munich and you know galvanized the whole conference. Now, today she was on his YouTube channel and saying that, indicating she's ready to take the torch and continue his work. Talk to me about the significance of that. Well, it's obviously the thing she has to do. Uh, I saw her the day before her husband was killed in Munich. Uh, I was there with you, Andrea, when she spoke to the, to the group. It was electrifying. You saw how strong she is. Uh, she's the obvious candidate to lead this charge. But if she were on this show with us right now, you know what she'd be talking about? She'd be talking about what you all just were talking about, this aid bill to Ukraine. Uh, Putin is a killer. Putin killed her husband, and every day he's killing people on the Ukrainian battlefield. And if we want to stop that, if we want to fight evil, that's the word she would use, uh, you have to do something. And it's hard for her. She doesn't know what to do. But members of Congress have something right in front of them that they can do. It's right there. They can help stop the killing of Putin's war machine. Um, and I, too, met with members of Congress in Munich. Uh, uh, and again, they are self-selected, like Jonathan said. Uh, but this is a moment. This is a historic moment. If they don't pass this, historians will write about them like the American firsters in 1940 who said, oh, aid to Great Britain won't matter. Uh, this is not our war. Uh, they look very bad in retrospect in that position. And I think they have to take the initiative now. And I have one concrete solution, Andrea. I'm going to reveal it here on your show right now. They need cover, just like you said. Speaker Johnson needs some cover. He just can't roll over. Here's an idea. There's something called the Repo Act that is passed out of with overwhelming majorities from both the Senate and the Houses. It basically takes the frozen Russian assets that we have and it gives it to the Ukrainians. Uh, sponsored by Senator Reich, Republican, and Congressman McCall, Republican in the House. Marry that to this bill. This is one of the most radical ideas because this would immediately destroy the dollar as the prime reserve currency because, as Andrew Mitchell says later in that, she goes, well, 
the Swiss and the Japanese don't agree with this. We would actually take their seized assets, convert it into dollars, give $300 billion to the Russian people's money, which is basically all their foreign currency reserves in, in which they trade around, and give that to their mortal enemies, the Ukrainians. Uh, immediately, the, the de-dollarization movement will be hit with testosterone. This is where you see how radical these people are. They're lawless. Of course. And when you say, you know, I think it was, was it McFall or McCall up there? McFall. He's the former ambassador. McCall's the, McCall's the guy that's best before five o'clock in the afternoon. He's in the house. <laughs> but my point is, these are all birds of a feather. And when you say Donald Trump is going to destroy the system, you know what? They're right. And that's why we're voting for him, because the system that we have created is a system that supports de-dollarization because our ruling class a, hates this country. It's not just a question of incompetence. It is the perennial... You believe that? I was saying that before you got here in the first segment. If you see the invasion and you see what they're doing to the currency and to the thing, you can't do this out of a love of country. You can't even do it out of an indifference to a country. You can't even do it out of incompetence. You have to actually hate the country and its citizens. At the point in which the Biden regime is not allowing us to put razor wire up at the southern border, when they're changing immigration policy so we can allow, basically ram through more unvetted Chinese nationals with ties to the Chinese Communist Party, you can't really argue that that's not intentionally destroying the United States. And if you even want to take it a step further... It's not like Joe Biden is up there having these press conferences endorsing these radical ideas. Don't get me wrong. The base would probably love it. But it's not like Joe Biden is up there saying, hey, we want to bring in more unvetted Chinese nationals. They know they can't get away with doing that. So if this really was something that was intentional and they wanted to make that the you know poster child issue of their next campaign, they would be doing that. They have nothing to run on. Instead, they're coordinating these weird talking points behind the scenes about why actually funding the Ukraine war is great for the American industrial base because it creates jobs here. That was their narrative back in October that they pushed through and mainstreamed. It's an absolutely bogus narrative, and it shows you how they perceive American politics. It's only through the lens of benefiting not just their donors, but these foreign oligarchs who, of course, have extensive amounts of blackmail on them. Okay, you're gonna, I'm going to let you go. You're going to get ready for the 6. Who do we have on at 6 o'clock? We got Libby Emmons, Good, I love her. Joe Allen, Terry Schilling, and... Dave Walsh and, oh, Ca and Cameron. And, Ca and, and the Cameron. <laughs> Hang on. Are, are, you're going to talk about Neuralink? because Because Elon's done it, right? I had a hot take in the break. <laughs> you're, um, yeah, I don't know if we can go, I don't know if we can go there. Um, but we're, you're going to talk about Neuralink. Of course. Because he, he, he's basically pulled it off, according to him. It hasn't been f officially uh, put forward. But the, the fact checkers may dispute, but I think he has pulled it off. Yeah, he this is control mice with it. You got a, You have a. You have a. Uh, you have a. Uh, can we have, say? Can we say tomorrow at the Force Multiplier Academy? If you have Neuralink, you are not invited. I don't think I don't think it's going to be a Neuralink crowd, but you're right. If you're Neuralink, it's a flannel we're, sheet we're, my we're, pillow crowd. We're going to have we're going to have a chip detector. Yeah, uh, we're going to have a chip detector. You walk in. Okay. Uh, speaking of that, uh, mypillow.com. Uh, Mike Lindell will be up next. He'll talk to us about uh, this President's Week. Also, uh, Birch Gold. If you want to find out uh, why is it important that McFall is a crazy man and offering up something that will destroy this country because destroy the dollar. Get the end of the dollar empire, birchgold.com slash Bannon. It's right there. It's all free. We've actually updated uh, segment number three, installment three. It's all free. To update the numbers from the debt ceiling deal, it only happened in May. 
But guess what, folks? I think we've added $2.6 trillion since then. Think about that, $2.6 trillion in like six or eight months. Republic-ending debt into the dollar empire. Talk to Birch Gold today. Okay, short break. Mike Lundell is going to join us the other side. Natalie's going to get ready for the 6 o'clock show. Be back in a moment. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, turns out I think Brother Lindell is uh, is occupied, so we're going to have him maybe on the 6th, but he'll be tomorrow morning. Okay, uh, so once again, cpac.org slash warum. Tickets still under 100 bucks. Then you go to warum.org, events, sign up. It's totally free tomorrow. Not just that, you get a free lunch. Plus, we're going to have just an incredible amount of people there that are contributors. Our entire staff will be there. It'll be, it's going to be a, a, a great time to get to know you. And kind of we're using this as a prototype going forward. We want to do a lot more of these around the country. So tomorrow you are, guys are kind of the, um, the beta site test, and we're really looking forward to it. Uh, Birch Gold, once again, I, I can't stress enough that this issue of our currency is become bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. The... Um, it's going to become bigger as we go forward, particularly with the uh, on the 1st of March. Because what they're going to come back from this break, and now they're down at these strategy meetings in Palm Beach and Miami. They're going to come back with, hey, we want to have a minibus, a uh, omnibus, a one-year CR. We're going to cut 50 billion. You're going to have every alternative thrown at you. There's only one alternative that works, and that is that the Biden regime does not shut down the border, does not secure the border. Then you shut down the government. That's the leverage you have. And you can force Biden to the table. And, you know, MSNBC and New York Times, everybody's going to be on you. But the American people will see the logic once you force this to a crisis and have the nation's attention and say, hey, here's why we have to do this. Remember, they're te- everybody's telling Johnson right now, you can't do that. You know, you'll have no ch- chance of keeping the majority. That's not true. I think we've done this before. In the last two times, we picked up seats because you're doing it for a reason. You're not just sitting there winging it. You're doing it for a reason. This The open borders and, and Loomer's material, and I think she gets out at least to Panama City or someplace that we can actually, um, or the capital of Panama, that we can get to um, 
to actually get her on the show in the next couple of days and show you this footage. Her footage is unbelievable. And what is it? Oh, well, it's fighting age males, military age males from China, from the CCP, PLA, and people in great shape coming up using Starlink uh, with money, uh, maps, uh, geosynchronized, same thing from Somalia. This is just not self-organizing. These are not refugees that are, that are running away from terror. These are all economic—well, first off, it's an invasion force, part of it, no doubt. The rest are just economic migrants, just complete economic migrants. So now more than ever, you need to learn about your currency. You need to learn—that's why we've done this for free with um, End of the Dollar Empire. But also talk to Philip Patrick and the team right now about a hedge— because they're the guys who are the specialist. There was just what a piece, Citibank just put out a research piece. Oh, I think in the next five years, I said oil's going to go back up to 100 bucks and gold's going to go to 3,000. I don't know. That's Citicorp. But the forces underpinning it of what they say is about a world in turbulence. And that's certainly why, you know, Biden's sitting there and all they're doing, and they're saying, oh, so, Trump's saying all this horrific stuff. Trump gave you years of peace and prosperity peace and prosperity on the world stage of nothing but a bunch of bad guys like the mullahs in Tehran, the KGB in Moscow, the CCP in, um, in Beijing. But they respected him and they feared him. And he had economic plan of deregulation, take apart the administrative state, cut taxes, reward entrepreneurs. Was it perfect? It was not perfect, but man, did it work. It worked. And particularly what we got now, and to secure the southern border, remember, fought every every step of the way by the Republican establishment, Brother Lindell. Mm-hmm. Mike, I thought you, I thought you were, I thought you were tossing me a, a, a side for a second. Anyway, strategic intelligence. We had Jim Ricketts on. I was actually going through his book, Currency War. That's from I think like 2008. A quite brilliant book, 2010 maybe. Rickards is part of the show now every week or every other week, but you can get his writing, Strategic Intelligence, if that is your thing. Geopolitics, macroeconomics, uh, military strategy, politics, and trends, where investments are going. Strategic Intelligence, get it from Paradigm Press, the great Jim Rickards. And I think we're going to have Jim on early next week when we get back from CPAC. Mike Lindell, how is the uh, – how is the um, – the real president's President's Day sale. Remember, President Trump goes to NRB. Tonight he's in, he's in South Carolina for the largest fundraiser, I think, ever in the history of South Carolina. He's at NRB on Thursday, I believe. He's at CPAC on Saturday. It's a huge week. What are we doing for him? Well, it's, uh, I'll tell you, we have a booth, too, at NRB, everybody, and I'm going to be at CPAC, and we're running our sales all week for the War Room Posse. You guys, we're continuing this sale all week long. Remember, we're also, this is the, the only week you're going to get, because we're thanking the War Room Posse, autograph book. I've been back here. I autographed thousands of them. Uh, you need to read this book. This shows you how I met our real President Donald Trump. This also tells uh, um, you're going to learn so much about where we are as a country and how this is a spiritual battle of epic proportions. Get this free autograph book and free shipping on your entire order for this week. We're going to run it all week. There's the call in 800-873-1062. We've expanded, though. If you buy something online, you're also going to get the free autograph book. And, Steve, we just added more specials. If you stop there, the Giza Elegance My Pillow, everybody, we added this for the war room. $24.77 and $29.77 for the king and queen size 
my pillows. These have long staple cotton on them. They're better, the best my pillow we've ever made, you guys. My my employees all make them right here in Minnesota. And but all of these we put on the my slippers on sale. Um, we've added a lot more to it for this week. Remember, this is our real president's sale week, okay? And this is, uh, I'll tell you, all of you, we've been so grateful. I was just on, I was just talking on another show, telling how my employees and my pillow have been attacked and how the War Room Posse have had their back more than any other platform in history. You guys have been amazing. We want to thank you all. If you call 800-873-1062, you guys, I'm giving you a gift, my autograph book. I autographed it for everyone at the War Room Posse, and you're going to learn so much about any any order. So any order you order, anything you order, we're gonna you're gonna get a free a free book with the audio. You guys, this tells the story of entrepreneurship. I was a crack cocaine addict. This is what we're out to save the American dream. We got to save the American dream. We get yeah. one shot at this, everybody. One shot, and they, uh, I'll tell you. Um, so get with and everything you buy at my pill. And by the way, too, I want to bring up Steve one more thing. Mystore.com, everybody, do that too. Promo code yep. Warroom. Help those Promo entrepreneurs. They love you all, too. Mike, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, brother. Okay, stick around. 6 o'clock. Natalie Winter's going to pick it up. An incredible, incredible show, including about uh, Elon Musk. The chips are in. Find out all about it. Short commercial break. Back with Natalie Winters in a moment. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models and beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skincare, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. .com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.